Hey, welcome back to another episode from Life of Living Well. My name is Richard, and the topic I have for you this week is what I call five things that must not control you. We already heard this particular topic many, many months ago. It just goes to refreshing it in our mind. To have a different perspective into these five t- things that I put down in this podcast that we must not allow it to control us. Because when the, any of these things control us, we become slaves. And that didn't reduce our potential or our ability to make it positive change to ourselves and to others. But before I dive into the topic this week, I quickly will say if you'd like to know more about Life for Living Well, you can always check it out on our website at www.lifeforlivingwell.com. So let's dive into it without taking much of your time. Many of us have allowed things that are outside of ourselves to have a stronghold on our peace of mind. It could be other people, it could be our job, it could even be our own thoughts. We worry so much about the future. We so depressed down about the past that we cannot even able to change. And essentially, this thing controls and sometimes it decouple us to the point that some people are not able to form a meaningful and natural relationship because they become paralyzed about their own fear. If you look around you, it is easy to see a person being controlled by external forces. Or you sometimes, from my experience, is to spend few minutes with these individual ideas and engaging them in their what motivate them. You'll be so, it's just a matter of time, it will reveal where they are in their life at that moment even though they carry so many masks that can be very deceptive, but you can see beyond the mask. So we examine what are the agents of controlling, and this is what we wanted to look this way in this podcast. So these five things must not allow to control your peace of mind. And you will see why you must not allow to control your peace of mind. Before I dive into each of these five agents, like we normally start the podcast, is to find an individual that examines this particular topic and they find the inspiring quotation to help us to build on top of it. So... This week, I'm taking from Ken Parrott. He said, True love is built on free will, 
and free choice, not control and manipulation. But will you say that for you, for people that you know, for people that you see, for even the story of relationship you read in the magazine, you truly said this is based on true love. Or one person have control and power over the others. Sadly, most relationship is all about control and manipulation. There is also a lot of relationship that based on true love, genuine feeling, because it comes with respect. You respect that person that you are connecting and sharing space with. So let's get started before without spending so much time. Number one, money. How does the money control us? Just think about it. Some people have so much that they're so afraid that it's not enough. Some people didn't have enough, so afraid that it's not enough. They both suffer for the same sickness. It's lacking. Those who have a lot of it and they think it's not enough, and those who have less of it and they think it's not enough, they're both suffering from lacking. Sometimes someone that full of themselves have a lot of ego, pride, and if they also have a little bit of cash in their hand or wealth, it kind of giving money a wrong label, thinking like, oh, you can only be arrogant because you are rich. There's a billionaire that's arrogant and rude and not really, not really nice to spend time with these kind of people. There's also a billionaire that humble, kind, loving, and compassionate. So the money sometimes show people true color. It's not create that color for them. That color, that behavior, that person is already there. He just elaborate it, expose it. So when you exercise ethical control of money, this is a good servant. But if you only think that motivates you is money, not having respect for who you become in having money, then you have allowed the money to control you. It could be an horrible master. When you allow it to control you, so when the money is in charge of your life, it becomes a terrible master for you. It should serve you, not you serving it. It can lead to poverty, and a low level of life experience. When money is becoming a master over you, such as poor money management, greediness, and corruption, what happened there is create a lot of pain. That's when you have on pay debt. Go. Anytime you saw a letter from the bank, you couldn't open it because you so terrified what is in the letter. You borrow money from friends and family, and you couldn't pay them back. You couldn't even pay your children daycare or nursery. So you refused to pick up the call from the, from the nursery. You even told your wife to switch up the phone. 
Okay. So we will just state that too many people spend money they had to buy things they don't want. Just look around there. See someone spending around four quid every month for pound to buy every week. Some people even do it daily to buy a scratch card, to buy a lottery ticket. And you wonder if they put this money into some money jackpot actum or in savings account. In a year, they bet to have more than 100 pounds in the savings account. And these people spend around 450 pounds on lottery ticket or scratch card a month, a year. But they don't actually have 250 pounds for emergency savings. If the car broke down and they need to buy a new tire, maybe for 200 pounds, for 180 pounds or 300 pounds, they have to go and get this money from the shack loan or just get it in the wrong place. So this is where you allow your money to control you. This is where you lack the financial management that require to be the master over what you earn. You let it own you. You wanted to impress people that they don't really like you, but they are there because they didn't tell you. They just feel along and that's it. And the worst part sometimes is that people do so many things that they spend what the money they don't have. They could be going to restaurants every Friday of the week and spending one third of their earning for the month just because they want to be part of a group or part of a accepted group of friends because of the status those friends have. So it looks good on them that they can sell or I am a friend to this, I am a friend to this. But the friend that they go out with actually have three times of their earning a month. And the friend only just spend one-fifth of the earning. But for them, they have to spend one-third of their earning in order to be able to equal with the person. That takes me to number two. Number two, people. How this can control us if you allow it. Far many people spend their precious time with wrong people or groups. You desire to be loved, acceptable by others, will kill your true self when it is pursued through people pleasing behavior. How do they pleasing people? You feel resentment that they took it for granted. You feel resentment for disrespecting for others because you don't have the clear boundary. And because you didn't set the clear boundary, because you are afraid if you said no to their request, they're going to stop talking to you. They're going to stop liking you. They're going to stop looking up to you. But the question is, does it worth it? The price that you're paying, does it really worth it? If it's not, the only one person that can change it is you. No one else can change it for you. Because you will manipulate people into your life. 
you tell them what they need to hear and what they want to hear, you will not be able to let them know how you truly feel. If they think you are a nice person, even when you feel like you have to say no, does that mean that you are not nice? You won't say it because you are so afraid that you do not want them to take the tag that they place on you. When you allow people around you to control you, you also deny yourself the authenticity to be real. They don't actually know who they are dealing with. They don't know you. They don't know what you stand for. And someone said, if you don't stand for anything, you will fall for anything. As a result, you may develop resentment and even sabotage your growth. Self-centered people often get angry when someone tells them no. Stan said yes out of fear that he will lose love and that others will get angry at him. These false motives and others keep us from setting boundaries. Who said this? Eric Cloud. And it's absolutely right. When you have someone that you really care, people that care about you, they won't really mind. People that really mind, they don't really matter. Because people that you focus your attention more, if you have to focus your attention to anything apart from yourself, is the people that matter. Because people that matter, they won't mind. People that mind are not matter. And it starts from you. It doesn't start from another person. It starts from you. When you begin to respect and love yourself, you no longer give control to other person, other people over your state of mind, your peace of mind, your happiness, your joy. You become the master of it. You will be able to share and give. There is this old African proverbs that said, beware of a naked man. What that means is someone that is so obviously naked and promising you a cloth, he needs to start from himself. He has nothing to offer you, but he got a big mouth. He offers so many things. He come radiating. He show you confidence. And you thought that, oh, he has everything packaged. And you forgot that you matter as well. And that takes us to the third one. The past. Also, one of the things that control people is their past. Sometimes, uh, in the for few many many uh, few years ago, I have a chance to talk to the uh, have a chance to talk to the an elderly person. What I notice is that they allow their past to control them. They talk about things that happened in their life. I say it just recently happened. When I find out that this thing actually happened over 45 years ago, this person is still bitterly angry, resentful toward it. And he end up, and it took a lot to be doing two things at the because at the same time, that individual also goes through a lot of physical illnesses. And I kind of see how the link between the two. So all the time I have the chance to talk to this person, 
is to encourage them to release this resentment. And it took them a lot. It took them a journey of four years. And suddenly, all the crises they have on the physical side, like kidney issues, diabetes, unmanageable diabetes, all of those things, after four years plus, gradually, there's so much changes positively in their head. And it's correlate to the amount of anger and resentment released from the past. They have released everything, but it's not as so strong that it was when I'm when I first find out about this family person four years ago. So what I'm saying is that don't let your past control you because it's a double it's a double tragedy for you. You lose both ways. You are not able to live in the moment. So if you don't live in the moment, you cannot create the future that you want for yourself. The past has already happened. You cannot change it. You can use it to learn from it. You can use it to create the life that you want for yourself tomorrow by living right now. Past. Learn to let go of the past after you have made a choice to learn from it. But it must not control you. You've seen people that have childhood trauma. When these things are not healed, it's transcending into their adult relationship. They become very distrusting. They can even become self-destructive in the pay of how they're connecting to others. They withdraw and you wonder what is going on. And every time you're trying to save them, which you shouldn't do, they just they just block every access to do so. So you must ensure you are not suffering twice for the same injustice or unfairness. Most of the time, it's how you think about the event that matters because it has more weight on how you feel than the event itself. It is not what happened to you. It is make to happen to you. Many people still blame their parents, actually adult one, the family, the friend, for what has happened to them in childhood. Not mean that it's right or wrong, but it's time to use that awareness of event that unpleasant event that happened to develop ourselves so that we no longer suffer for the same event again in adult with from another adult and and we're able to protect the younger one around us the greatest injustice i've seen on that or individuals that continue to leave their past in their head as a form of ruminations which negatively affect their current relationships and emotions. Injustice they have done to you is their karma. How you think about it is your own karma. So let's see what Rick Warren said. Rick Warren said, we are product of our past, but we don't have to be prisoners of it. And what I have seen with a lot of people, especially the adult one, they have made themselves to become prisoners of what have happened to them in the past. 
this particular one we can stretch it stretch it stretch it but i'm mindful of the time of this particular podcast and if you really want to know much about this particular topic i suggest you should check in the article on the website as well so number four future this is similar to the past paragraph above but slightly different Overly focusing on the final goal rather than the process could transform you as a person. The only thing that changed you is not your end goal itself, it's the process. Because you could change the process so many times, your end goal doesn't need to change. You could say, okay, if I take bus A, I will get to this place two hours and the bus A broke down. If you're open-minded, you'll be able to take a motorcycle wherever you are at that time to get to your process. Just means that it might take you longer. It might slow you down. You might wait until the rain stops because it's so hazardous to be riding or driving under the heavy rain at that time. But you still don't stop. You still don't change your mind getting your destination. So meaning that you'll be present. You live in that moment. You'll be aware of how you're feeling. you even question why you're doing it. Because when you know your why, you no longer need how. You'll find the how. But the why is what many people don't want to think about. They think all the time about how. And some overanalyze and they didn't do anything. Some try shortcut and they damage themselves and others. But those who actually figure out why, the how just uh, arrive for them. So many people have mixed lot of opportunity because they overly focus on the future and fail to take action right now. So what Martin Luther said, even if I knew that tomorrow the world will go to pieces, I will still plant my apple tree. You see, your goal doesn't need to change. The process how you achieve your goal will change many, many times. Because if it is a big, big goal, I can guarantee you, it will not always be a smooth journey. You will go through the cough. But your willingness to adapt, your willingness to embrace the processes, and that's the process that will evolve you as a person. And lastly, status. When this thing control people, it make them carry so many marks and they are wanting to some group of people, they are wanting to another group of people. It's a trap and individual could spend the whole life chasing it. And easily when they lose their status, what normally happens, is people go to extreme of taking their own life because they could not live with the opposite of status that they've created. Probably shame or life without a meaning because of the meaning they have put into the status. And these status are external status. You can easily lose it. It could be See yourself father or mother or wife or husband 
or doctor or teacher or career person or a elderly person or someone with a high office status in society is like a space which is boundless and desire for status means never satisfying when chased obsessively. Many have sacrificed their relationship in order to obtain it. No matter what you achieve, there are people who have more status than you. So, what is Ellie Keller said? The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be fed with the heart. Society sold lies. They create status for us. And whenever this status is taken away, we also lose ourselves completely. So, lastly, in order to live an authentic life, you must not let these five things mentioned in this article or podcast control you. To, to summarize it, what are those five things? Number one, money. Number two, people. Number three, past. Number four, future. And last one, status. Not only will you flourish as a woman being, but a very productive, honest, confident, and happy person you will become. You make the world better when you do not allow these five things control you. Be a master over them. And I hope this podcast helps someone. Until we meet again next week, have a wonderful week. Ciao.